Welcome in to the PHNX VIP Lounge brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay, that's all. And we're hanging out in the VIP Lounge because the Phoenix Suns defeated the Orlando Magic 102-99 in another Where's my saxophone at, man? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> There we go. Keep letting it ride, man. We got to get to the sacks. It was a good game. I... Jacob's seen this show before. He knows. He knows. There just, we go. He was so used to it for a while. He missed out. That sweet, sweet saxophone. It's a trumpet. It's, it's a, a saxophone. saxophone. It's a saxophone. Who knows? It was a it was a really good ending for the Phoenix Suns. They came through in the clutch campaign. Um, we, I know we've talked a couple times about the last couple games where he got maybe a little bit too emotional there. He really held it down tonight. DA was huge for this team in that time. And then Mikel Bridges with the clutch block at the end of the game to seal the deal. Yeah. The whole, I mean, I said in the pregame that this was going to be close, closer than we any of us would really like, but that they would find a way to pull away. They didn't really pull away so much as they just, you know, kind of stemmed the tide. I love the fact I love fouling when you're up by three. I love fouling under 20 seconds um, when you're up by three. I think that's the move. You just do that. Mm -hmm. um, so I, that's just a little Monty thing right there that I like. A little Monty. Is I want to give, give him his, some some flowers right now. <laughs> well, we're going to hand out some flowers. Are you ready for this, Saul? Yes. Are you ready to hand out some flowers? Yeah. We're going to the bar to get things started. Saul, tell the people, what's the drink of the night? It's the Magic Shamit. That's right. He found his juice tonight. Landry Shamit deserves some flowers. And <laughs> we know, because we've been here for the last handful of games, Saul has not. So he hasn't been able to catch every single Suns game in its entirety. But help me tell Saul that Landry Shamit has turned a corner and deserves some flowers. Tonight, Landry Shamit... Finished with a season-high 21 points. He also had a season-high six made threes. He was 6 of 12 from the field, 6 of 10 from deep. Landry Shamit deserves your flowers, Saul. Give it to him. <laughs> you know, I I'll say this. Landry, uh, I'll get to the shot of the night as well, or take your shot. It will be Landry Shamit. <laughs> At that point in time, I will give him his, his just due. But listen. He wasn't awful tonight. Uh, this is this. <laughs> this is this is what this is what where where if I if this is what you do like listen when my wife makes dinner right which is very few and far between but when she does make dinner and maybe it's not so hot I say oh it wasn't awful like that's how I feel about Landry Shamit but tonight he was more than just not awful he was he was pretty good he was pretty good tonight. That's the best you're going to get out of me right now. It's time to take your shot presented by Arizona Department of Health <laughs> Services. COVID-19 <laughs> vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. Take it away, I like how I like how you like try to throw me under the bus right there, but that's cool because I got to come back around. So uh, late in the fourth quarter, listen, Landry was not hesitating on his shots particular one that was key was a corner three which he got fouled on which Lindsay didn't even see and he hit all three free throws uh <laughs> to put see how I turn that back around and uh he hit all three three free throws and uh 
got the Suns kind of back on track. And uh, yeah, that's that's tonight's take your shot because he did not hesitate tonight while taking his shot. He felt comfortable. He looked pretty good. Feels like he was in a better, a little bit of a, a better rhythm. I still don't like how quick he he sometimes takes his shot, like in terms of the rhythm. Um, and his shot is a little bit too flat at times. But he came through tonight, and for that, I salute you. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. God, that was hard. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. Also, Brian Brian Catano in the chat earlier had said uh, Shamit heard Saul talking shit. I was like, we were talking shit all year. What, in game 65 he finally shows up? No, no, no. There's a little bit more than that. You can still give flowers when flowers are due. I Landry did. Shamit, I did. That was a half-ass bouquet of flowers, Saul. Hey, listen, that was listen, like listen. You dropped them, ran over them, and still handed them over as if they were perfect. Even Brian said we all were. LMAO. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> See? But what I'm saying is, is that Landry Shamit, or as Gerald likes to call it, the law of averages. Things have turned the corner for Landry. He has found his rhythm. Oh, we're saying he turned the corner. I would say it's fair to say he's turned the corner at this point. Okay. Right. He's found his confidence. He's found his rhythm. He's gotten himself out of that slump. And okay. again, it's the silver lining of Devin Booker being out. It allowed Landry <laughs> Shamit to shoot I himself him, out of the slump. I gave him some Walmart flowers. I, I admit that. All right. I, I got you, chat. And listen, if he dropped, hey, you know what? It was I'm a not, season no, 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 high. I'm not going to do the beard. But I, I'll tell you what. If he dropped, if he has another game, if he has another game before the end of the season, with at least 20 points, I will let the chat decide what uh, should happen. Uh, wait, wait, let me think about it. Let me, I'll come back to this. Hold on. I'll think of <laughs> no, something. No, I'll figure think it out right now. Figure it out right now. I'll stumble through this for like the next 15 minutes. Nobody <laughs> wants to see that. I'll think of something good. And, and I'll announce it on the next pregame show. How about that? No, tonight. What? We want it right now. I can't think of anything now. I'm not shaving the beard and I'm not dyeing my hair. What about eyebrow? Fuck No. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> no, nothing to this. Nothing. Um, Metal Mike said, let's shave something. Why not? Why do, why do you guys all want to shave something? Brian's calling you a tease, and I agree. You can't oh, start yeah. the conversation that you are willing to put something on the line and then fold. Okay. Come up with some just some suggestions in the chat. Okay, there you go. And we'll and we'll, and we'll, and we'll cover. We'll I'm not cutting my eyebrow. Stop with the hair. Oh my god. Okay, we're gonna move on. Keep going, Lindsay. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm proud of Landry Shamet and the way that he's been able to kind of get this figured out and be a positive contributor on this team. Oh, Espo said, "Wear a Lakers shirt." Espo is stupid. So clearly that should be the answer then. No, you guys really want me to wear a Lakers jersey? Our fucking most hated rival? Only Espo would come up with something like that. Monica said wear a fishnet top with Shamit's face clipped to it. No, nobody wants to see that. Come on. Keep going. Keep going. Let's, let's continue on the show. the chest. <laughs> oh, you know what? I could probably do that. I mean, a I could probably do tattoo, that. show up in high heels. Oh, I could rock some high heels. I'm There's pretty a lot sure. of good ones. I'm not mad at all okay. of these. We'll, we'll figure it out by the end of the... I'm not doing anything Laker-related. Why would you want me to wear something Laker? Don't we hate the Lakers? That's the point. It's like, or it's like asking you to wear like an ASU shirt right, when you're Team U of A. 
What did is what did, he, what did it say? It just says fuck LA. Yeah, oh. fuck LA all the way. <laughs> Even for a punishment. All right, we'll move on because there are some other people we need to give some flowers to. Of course, Mikkel Bridges for that big block at the end of the game. <laughs> Lemonade stand. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> anyway. Mikkel Sorry. Bridges is a big yes. block at the end of the game. Yeah, fantastic. I'm glad he's not hurt. <laughs> Agreed. Because that Hopefully, slip was scary. Hopefully, knock on wood, nothing Yeah, he still looked out. like something wasn't quite right, and I would not be surprised if he, too, was not playing tomorrow. But um, he played to the end of the game, got the big block at the end. That was fantastic. Uh, it, it, Mikhail, he finds other ways to get involved. He didn't have the greatest shooting night mm-hmm. tonight, but but he was still able to be involved defensively, and um, you know he caused a lot of havoc for for Cole Anthony at the end of the game, and he then got the big block. And and that's what you want. Steals, yeah. I just hope that Mikhail is healthy and fine after this game because. That slip is a little scary. It's always scary when you slip on the court in those ways because I feel like it could lead to really catastrophic injuries. Hopefully it's not another thing like we saw with Cam Johnson where he was able to play through it because of the adrenaline, but tomorrow it ends up being a little bit more than what anybody anticipated or expected. Um, The other thing is hopefully Gerald can get us an update on that shoulder because this is the second game in a row now that he's had all that tape on his left shoulder, and I'm curious to know Kind of what's going on there. Because also at one point in time late in the game too, um, he kind of seemed like he was shaking out his arm and he like was messing with his wrist or his fingers or something. Oh I'm not gosh. sure if he got it jammed. It was when, I don't remember who had the ball. It was late yeah, when he, he had, fell. Yeah. So I'm not sure if something happened there either, but we'll keep you guys posted as we hear more. Um, hopefully nothing bad happened with that one. All right. You want to talk about your boy, D.A.? I, I know do. we're going to name our draft king king of the game tonight. It is DeAndre and he finished with 21 points, 19 rebounds tonight. DA is our draft king king. Of I the said game. DA was going to come through with 40. I didn't say 40 points. Said 40 I said points. 40. That means 21 points, 19 rebounds equals 40. I'm good with that. Oh yeah. That's how your math is. Going, I, you is guys it? would all take it. <laughs> so he was, he was fantastic tonight. Um, I still feel like he should get the ball more than he did. Uh, I was even screaming for him to get the ball down the stretch mm. when um, they just, you know, Cam had kind of thrown the ball away or lost the ball, and, and they just weren't finding anybody to really come through on the offensive side. I was like, get the ball to freaking DA. And and he had a huge tip in um, to take the lead, back the lead by one, and then the huge floater uh, off of campaign's assist, uh, DA. And then defensively, um, held, holding his own down low, down low against Mo Bamba to, in the end of the game. I thought that that was a huge stretch, um, just as important as what Mikhail did. And so he was fantastic tonight. I really loved it. I feel like this is a good confidence booster for DA in those crunch time minutes too. We've talked about that with Cam Johnson. We talked about it with Mikhail Bridges. Obviously, Jay Crowder always shows up in big ways in those crunch time minutes as well. But without Chris Paul and Devin Booker, another – we're going to be talking about this until they both return. How much can be gained from this time without the two of them? And this for DeAndre and is big, too, because we always point to throughout the season, it's been Devin Booker and Chris Paul are those leaders of that crunch time minute. When you have those two on your team, no worries in the last five minutes of the game because you got those two on the team. Now you got a chance to really build up the confidence of some other guys in those same crunch time minutes without those two 
And that's huge heading into the playoffs for Cam to know that he can take those shots and make them. For Mikhail to know the same thing, DA the same team, and then the team as a whole be able to trust those guys even more in those moments. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it, it, the only thing that I, I will knock on DA is I do feel like DA needs to do a more demonstrative job of of demanding the ball. Um, he's the best option on offense. He is, especially down low. And I just still feel like he needs to get the ball more and demand the ball more, especially in a situation. Listen, if you can't do it with just Mikhail Bridges as, you know, basically the, it's it's you and the Lone Ranger out there, then when is it going to happen? And now is as good a time as any. You got three key offensive people missing. Mm-hmm. If you don't want the ball now, you'll never want the ball. No. And so you can't get spoon-fed every single time. You've got to make your own actions sometimes, and you got to demand the ball. And it's okay for DA to be verbal about that. I it, I think it's completely within his rights to do that. I think it's completely within his rights to tell Monty, hey, do something. Like, call a play for me or get me the ball. Like, I'm feeling pretty good tonight. He was looking pretty good in the first half. Hell, I said he was going to have 40, and he, he started off with, like, his first four or four of the game. And I was like, oh, shit, he might drop 50 tonight. You know what I mean? Like, keep that going. Don't let it stop. And DA, when you're feeling it, fucking tell everybody, man. Jesus. Yeah, and then, I mean, that helps also along with the trust factor. Yeah, for sure. Right? If you have confidence in yourself and you're willing to speak that out loud, then it allows your teammates to also have some more confidence in you as well. Because, I mean, that was brought up in in the chat. You know, there's a little bit of concern going to DA late in games. Chris said chemistry in various combinations is requisite for championships. And that's so true. You have to be able to trust multiple different guys on your team to make those game-winning moment plays. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. And we're seeing some of that happen right now in the absence of Devin Booker and Chris Paul. So, and this is just going to be – it's going to pay dividends over the next couple of weeks, I so think. Mike B., I'm glad you brought that up. So he says, speak your truth, Saul, digging it. The the true damn story, what would Hakeem do? And Hakeem was a little bit different because Hakeem – basically created opportunities for everybody else as opposed to the opposite. When you have Chris Paul on the floor, he creates opportunities for everybody else. But Hakeem was so dominant with, with every single move in the book uh, footwork wise that you had to double team him just about every single time. And even then it didn't matter because he just fade away on you. He hit you with the dream shake. He go up and under. He had such a variety of moves, probably more moves than any big man in NBA history. And so he created from the inside out and created opportunities for Robert Ori and Sam Cassell to be able to shoot from the outside. DA has to find that in him. DA's footwork is not at that level. It's not even close yet, but it can be. And so in the offseason, hopefully, you know, I I know he has talked to Hakeem and worked with Hakeem from time to time. I, I do know that. But how much are you taking away and how much are you actually implementing into your game? And I think he's still got a long way to go to do that, to be the force inside. So maybe that's the reason why he's not as demonstrative as he should be. But right now he is the best option right now without Devin Booker, CP three and cam Johnson, who are offensive threats at a high level. He is the best option right now. And then it's Mikhail bridges and he should not defer to anybody else. He needs to demand the ball right now. 
Okay, uh, Joker's in spades said DA is not Hakeem or Shaq and never will be unless he gets confident putting the ball on the ground. Do you think DA has the potential to reach the level of a guy like Hakeem or Shaq? Well, Shaq wasn't, he wouldn't, he wasn't all that great at putting the ball on the ground down low either. Like he was okay at just backing you down, but it's not like he was really doing a lot of moves out there. Every now and then he would show you something. And every now and then he would even, you know, take the ball full court. But that was younger Shaq, not older Shaq. Shaq that won the championships was not doing the stuff that Shaq early was doing um, because he just was not that nimble anymore. But he was very, very good, obviously. Hakeem, a little bit better with the with the ball handling. He had a former – he was a soccer – he had a soccer background too. So that's why his footwork was impeccable. Um, and so I do I do see glimpses of DA being able to handle the ball, but, but um, he's still got a long way to go. He's got a long way to go. Well, I mean, one positive from tonight's game that I know has been a topic of conversation for a lot of people around DeAndre's game is the rebounding. So he finished with 19 mm-hmm. rebounds tonight. Um, DA mentioned on Sunday, obviously, that was something that he really wanted to focus in on and uh, be better on the boards. Prior to tonight's game, DA had not hit double figures in rebounds since February 15th when he had 12. He had 10 in the first half alone tonight. And like I said, finished with 19. So seems like he really listened to not only himself, but his coaching staff and I'm sure teammates, as Monty mentioned pregame, that that was a big area of emphasis in their conversations heading into this one. I think uh, Gerald said it's been like three or four weeks since DA um, had a double-digit rebounding game. February 15th. And, and that is that is not good. Yeah. That is not good. Uh, and that that does speak to your motor, um, especially as a big man, and you got to correct that. And so I'm glad to see that he came out tonight. He had some big man rebounds tonight. There were some rebounds in the middle of traffic that were fantastic. Um, even we we were sitting here, I was like, man, that was a, that was a strong rebound right there. Mm-hmm. And, it, and literally right on cue, EJ was like, man, that was a man's rebound. Like he just, he just, he owned it. He owned it. And that's what DA needs to do. He did that in the playoffs. Like he had this aura about him that was just undeniable. And we've been, we've been yearning for that basically all season. And so I, I, it's going to come back. It's going to come back. And once this, once the playoffs hit, it's going to be a different DA. I promise you it will be. Something about the playoffs just changes you because you know you can't afford to fuck up. Yeah. But it would be nice to have a little bit more of that consistency throughout yeah. the regular season as well. Yeah, but for sure. We'll get there. We'll get there. Some flowers for DeAndre. And real quick, we're going to take a quick break so I can tell you about the latest offer from the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you're ready to feel the excitement of the conference championships like never before, Turn your team's victory into your own big win with DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. So new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with same-game parlays. So combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout, and of course, the more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use that promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win using the promo code PHNX. Just a reminder, that is 21 and older only. Arizona only. Gambling problem called 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. 
Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Brandon in the chat said, Espo, will you guys do the Lakers show Dynasty on HBO? I know FLA, but that cast is crazy good. Um, listen, if we do any review on that, um, I'm all about that because I watched the first episode. And yes, F the Lakers, but it's a pretty cool show. And they did it so well. I loved it. So I haven't uh, watched it yet. It's awesome. What is it on? HBO sh- uh, or Netflix? On, uh, HBO Max. HBO? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll take cheek. Is it something that is it already all out or is it? No, it's uh, week, week by, by week. week. Yep. Okay. I mean, I, I'll watch it and we can talk about it at the end of it or as we go. We could have a little um, we can Game of Thrones G-rated it up. G-rated segment <laughs> on each show after each uh, episode or something like that. You guys can give us an update. Um, I know somebody in the chat said they wanted, Brian also said, wanted to nerd out about the Batman movie. I believe Espo and, they, they and did. Gerald did a G-rated yep, of it's that. It's on our YouTube channel. So yep. after this is over, go through the YouTube channel and check that out. You know the two of them had some fun nerding out yep. over that one. And it's Brian Espo. Get his name right. It's not Brian. It's Brian. I think he said it was pronounced Brian. Yeah, but it's Brian. B-R-A-A-Y-A-N. Oh, you mean spelling-wise. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Just making right, sure. right. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. Yeah, I think so. All right, what else stood out to you from tonight's game, Saul? What else would you like to talk about? Um, what happened there with the ejection there with the with the Javale McGee and a fan? So Dwayne Rankin had tweeted out a video of a fan that seemed to get into some sort of a disagreement with Javale McGee. Obviously, we missed the first part of it that prompted Dwayne to start recording. Um, but I could tell that there the two fans, once they were let know, uh, once the security let them know they were being ejected, started throwing some F-bombs around and at JaVale. So apparently something happened. You're going to have to ask uh, Dwayne Rankin after I am totally fine with them getting tossed. As I was watching the video, you could just kind of, you know, you can pick up on people's vibes. It felt like they needed to get tossed. <laughs> I'm a big fan of... Um, not allowing fans to be verbally verbally abusive or yeah. derogatory or whatever we towards talked players. About that in pre-game, yeah. yeah, we kind of talked about it with the situation that's going on with Russell Westbrook. But I'm fine with it. If you wanna you wanna spend the money to sit courtside and then you wanna get tossed, so be it. We got some theories. Josh Hunt said the fan must have told Javel that he saved his NFT in his photo roll. <laughs> oh no girth question number one yes yes edward yeah we will, we will ask with, we will ask that. the girth i don't know it was interesting that's for sure to kind of see but um i don't know i guess we'll see if and we can get any more information about it if it ends up being talked about post game or maybe Dwayne's video goes viral who knows i mean there was not anything to really take away yeah. from that video so uh, i'm sure we'll get some some more reaction when Gerald joins us, if he joins us today. There's no guarantees that he'll join us. Um, but you know. Yeah, you just never know. But outside of that, I just thought, you know, listen, the Suns are, are a good squad. I thought Jay Crowder had some huge buckets mm-hmm. um, to begin the fourth quarter to really spur them forward um, before they kind of lost the lead and, and Orlando came on back on a 9-0 run. But um, I thought I thought they all played very, very well. Um, a little sloppier, a little sloppy with the ball again from campaign. But overall, solid play, and they got the dub. Campaign did finish with a double-double. He had 18 points, 12 assists. He also had six rebounds tonight. Um, I really, I mean, I understand what you're saying, and I feel like we do need to give Campaign a little bit of time 
to really figure things out. But as of this point from his return, I feel like there's so much positive that we've seen from campaign. Yeah. I think he is allowing himself like in that second unit, sometimes campaign will throw up a shot pretty early or take more shots. Right now, I feel like his focus is on getting his teammates involved more so than finding a shot for himself. And I think that's a huge key to the success the success of this team right now is when campaign is in the second unit, we need some offensive firepower, but campaign in the starting lineup, he needs to facilitate. He has to get guys yeah. going before he can get going or else it's just going to be a stagnant space out there. And that is the last thing that you want. For sure. Also, JaVale McGee did not get ejected. Oh, no, no, no. The no, fan the did. The fan got yeah, ejected. Yeah, the fan did. Yeah, Sorry so if Mike, we weren't Mike clear Mike B in, in the chat. Um, and then Aaron Holiday, people wanted to give Aaron Holiday some love. And I agree. I, I thought Aaron Holiday should have played a lot more than he did. I don't know why he didn't, but he was solid all the way around. Uh, and like somebody pointed out in the in the chat, um, super chat, $5 from Taboo's Tidbits. Uh, props to Aaron Holiday running the second unit. He was the only bench player with a positive plus minus, minus and I love the way he competes on both ends. Yeah, I, I love Aaron Holiday. I've loved Aaron Holiday since he – uh, was at UCLA. I keep saying that a million times over. I just like the dog that he has in him. He's not afraid to uh, stick his nose in there. He's aggressive. He's physical. Takes good, solid shots. Um, he's just a solid overall player, and I really, really like him on this team. And I think he's only going to get better. And when you're talking about the development of players, um, Aaron Holiday is definitely somebody to keep an eye on because uh, he's he's kind of sneaky good. He's much like his brother Drew. Just, you know, he's he's the Walmart version of his own brother, um, but he might develop. But he's, also, he's also younger. He's also far so younger he's got some time. and he might develop into that that dude down the road. And I hope he does because um, I love his game. Yeah, I'm a big Aaron Holiday fan. I think um, I wish I, I do wish Chris Paul was able to play with him a little bit more. I'm sure that they're still practicing together and working on some things together. I think if he can be the ultimate sponge with Chris Paul and soak up all of that knowledge and information, mm -hmm. he could go really far in this league and have a really su successful career. Um, campaign on a campaign, Bakachui said. And then there was somebody else early on said, do we think if campaign continues to play this way that he could be the future? Ooh. What do you think? Man. Um, I guess he could be. He could be. He's got to find another level at some point, mm -hmm. but he could be. It, it, it very well could be one of those situations where it's kind of a next man up kind of vibe. And listen, dudes play different when they know they're the guy as opposed to the guy that backs up the guy. Right. And so with with campaign and his development, um, I could see him going to another level. The only thing that's going to knock him is he's going to have to be more consistent from from outside. Um, and so if he can do that, if he can find that, I think he's going to be, he could be a dominant guard in this league because he's got some, he's got some wiggle. He's got great handles. Um, he can get to the basket. He can hit you from the outside. Um, and you know, he's an infectious kind of attitude out there on the court. So I could see it. It'll be interesting to see. Cause I know, especially early on, I feel like over the off season, you know what I mean? Everyone had a lot of faith in campaign. We're talking about how much of a steal that Suns were able to or to sign him for, how he could have left and got so much more money somewhere else. Then campaign came out, and he seemed to not really be the campaign that we know and love. He kind of struggled a little bit, and people were questioning whether we should have 
kind of kept him or not. And now he's playing really well. He's got himself out of that funk that he was in for a little bit of time there. And now the conversation again turns to can he be our future? Yep. So it's tough. I think the potential is there. I think the biggest thing for Cam would be consistency throughout a full season. I think that's where you would need to see the most growth from Cam in order to be like the number one guy on a team as stacked as the Suns are. So going back to JaVale mm -hmm. and the altercation with the fan. Yep. This is from Gerald said a couple of camera guys at the arena said the fan was yelling at DeAndre Aiden that he wasn't worth the money. Then told him something to the effect of sit down, you little B word. Uh, McGee took exception to that and told him to watch his mouth and it escalated from there. And that's what happened. So JaVale was defending DA um, against two silly, obnoxious, ridiculous fans that should never sit courtside at an NBA game ever again. Um, and and that's that. That's that. Like, I just... If you knew NBA players could retaliate, you would never say that. You just would never. But you're falling back on the safety of, I'm a fan, and if this guy strikes me, I might be a rich guy, or, mm -hmm. you know, or it's going to go viral, and he's going to look like trash. Like... No, you're trash. You're you're a trashy Orlando Magic fan. That's like the worst of the worst. Go back to your troll hole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's such a thing as a troll hole. I don't hole. know. But if there is, I'm sure it's grimy and uh, gross. I mean, I good on JaVale, though. Good on JaVale for having his teammates back and not letting people just say really ridiculous and obnoxious things like, I get it. We want to heckle fans a little bit. You can have some fun. And even players have said, you know, when you're creative with it, when you're uh, when I can tell that, like, this is all in good, like, you know, sportsman like competition, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But again, like we mentioned in the pregame show, there is a line and you have to respect the line. Like if somebody in your normal life, if you were at a bar and some random dude was talking crap to you. You have a line to where you either start something physical or you leave because it has gone past that line. It's the same thing with athletes. Like, Gerald, I think probably, I think I just saw when you were reading and I looked at his Twitter, he's like, people often forget this is real life. This is not a video game. This yeah. is not a simulation. These are real life human beings playing this game. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's interesting. We'll have to ask Gerald if he was able to see any more of that, if he's able to join us here shortly. One thing that I did want to bring up um, is, again, the Devin Booker uh, situation. So currently, as of last, we were updated from the Suns. Devin is still in health and safety protocols. However, our friend Flex from Jersey sent out a tweet earlier today around 11 a.m. saying, Book has cleared health and safety protocols. I fully expect him to play tomorrow versus Miami. Now, this is really exciting news. Obviously, would love to have Devin Booker back into the lineup, back playing again, out of health and safety protocols. And another reason why I wanted to bring it up on the postgame show is because Dwayne Rankin also shared something during the game that said sources say Devin should be playing in Miami tomorrow. So. But none of the sources are with the Suns yet. But maybe Dwayne got it from somebody. I well, the sources are likely somebody connected to the Suns. Yeah. But we haven't heard an official update from the Suns. 
right? Yeah. Is that no. what you're getting That's at? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. We yeah. have not heard anything official from the Suns yet. Hopefully we will soon. Uh, hopefully somebody asked Monty, hey, by the way, you're a uh, best scorer ever. Is he coming back? Is he? <laughs> somebody? Is he? Can you give us a little bit of hint? Is Can this you thing give us on? A little bit is of this a, thing on? No. A okay. nod? Um, but yeah, so now we've gotten two reports out there that Devin is going to play tomorrow in Miami. Um, Tizdu said there's no way in hell Booker flies across the country to play one meaningless game in Miami. I wouldn't say it's meaningless. I, I, it's not even that it's meaningless. It's that it's Devin. Yeah. And Devin's like Michael Jordan. He'd be like, I got COVID and I took that. You know, you know, what's so funny about the fact that you just said that it reminds me of what happened last night and that little group, that poor little girl that didn't get to see Steph Curry play. And um, she was bawling her eyes out and it felt bad for her. However, uh, somebody on Twitter pointed out, if you've ever listened to Michael Jordan talk, he said that um, he would always force himself to play or he'd always get up to play because you never know what kid or what yeah. person out there spent this all is the, their money was, that they saved the up the first time ever. and the only time they get to see Michael Jordan play. Yeah. And I appreciate that so much. And Devin Booker makes me feel like he has that mindset as well. Like Devin Booker does not want to take a night off. Chris Paul does not want to take a night off. Like they're mm -hmm. forced to take nights off due to injury or illness, but they don't want to take nights off. They understand the value that the fans bring to the game. And I fucking love that about them. Like yeah. it just, I just appreciate that so much. And I know at the end of the game, at, at the end of the day, we want to win a championship and I believe that they will, um, it should everything, you know, health wise be in their favor, but like, it's just, it's beautiful to me that these guys are not concerned about load management, like so many other stars in the NBA and how that's basically a, a curse word to them. There, it's just, that's just not something they're all about. So Devin Booker flying across the country to go play the Miami Heat who waxed the Suns a month and a half ago by like 30 um, would not be out of the ordinary because Devin Booker is built like that. He is that dude. And so I, I would tend to disagree with that point. I agree. I feel like, yeah, if we're talking about maybe somebody else, I could see them just being like, you know, I'm just going to stay out of this one, but it's Devin. And I think Devin is like, let me play as much as I can every chance I can get and go all out. Like he's, yeah. he's going to play every chance he's like, able to play. Absolutely. He's not the kind of guy who would be like, okay, even during like a tanking situation, Devin's not the guy who would willingly be shut down. You know what I mean? Yeah, he would absolutely. still continue to play. And Brittany Price, yes, he did say fuck them kids. And uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my favorite, because it's not even true, right? It's, it's like, it's, it's as far as I'm that aware. That is my favorite black and white meme of all time. It is my favorite thing ever. I use that all the time yeah, same, in real life. Same. Just because I think it is so funny. Like ask, it is. That's my kids. One of my favorite stories. If I've stories. ever texted them that. <laughs> one of my favorite things. All right, Saul. Um, anything else from tonight's game that you would like to discuss? Uh, no, no. I just, listen, another W against the hapless Orlando Magic. And we move on to a bigger game tomorrow. That's uh, going to mean a little bit more. Before they come home. Okay, wait. I have two more things. Oh, so, okay. 
Edward Todd in the chat said TMZ said Kendall said book is good to go. And then Monica said, also, I can believe the updates because Kendall is back in L.A. and she was in Phoenix yesterday. So y'all got all the information. Well, Tizdu just said, if Booker plays tomorrow, I will buy solid jersey. There you go, Tizdu. Oh, shit. There's your bet. And listen, (laughs) I I know people like to, to sit there and they try to bag on my guy Flex. But I will sit here and say, Flex has been reliable and I know exactly where he's coming from in terms of um, his credibility, if you shall say. It doesn't come out of nowhere, and uh, I'm going to just leave it at that. I I trust Flex more often than not, for sure. Also, again, back to our original point, if you don't like it, be kind on the internet. Just scroll right on. This is a happy place. That's all you got to do. Just keep scrolling. Or mute. If that makes it easier for you, just mute it and then just ignore it. it. It's okay. It, it, not everything has to be for all of us. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Tizdu, did he, Tizdu, did you just retract the message? <laughs> I've seen that. Oh, I don't see it Oh. <laughs> does Saul get to pick the jersey or does Tizdu get to pick like, the jersey? Oh, he was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm fine with that. I don't care. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yes, yeah, so all the all the sleuthing. Also, during the game at halftime, we were able to go look for some pictures of Devin and Kendall, that whole rumor we talked about oh, yeah. pregame of them secretly getting married or something. Yeah, yeah, we got it right here. So the picture that we were we, able to find. We at were least, talking about this in the pregame about yeah. the rumors of them being married. Right. And this was breaking news to you. Exactly. But we found the pictures. And like people were investigated sleuthing this, like did they get married over New Year's? So here's the thing. I have a selfie on my phone, just like theirs, where you took it in a mirror. And it's, it's right flipped. Hand. It's his right hand. Because when I took the picture with my right hand in a mirror holding the phone the way Candle is, her, the, her hand is her right hand that's showing up, that's holding the phone. That's her right hand. Which means the ring that Devin, the ring on Devin's hand is on his right hand. Sorry, that was a really <laughs> tough way to explain that. The ring is essentially, it's on Devin's right hand. It's not his left hand. And I have seen Devin over the years wear a ring on his ring finger on his right hand. Multiple you times. You have? Yes. How, yeah. How do you know that? You just look for that stuff? Well, it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb the first or second time you see it. It was pretty clunky. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it was obviously noticeable. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I believe you, Linz. I'm just asking. Like, that's what you, I didn't know. I literally noticed Espo changed the frames of his glasses the other day. Oh, I noticed those the colors small every things. single day. I noticed the small things, Saul. Yeah. I do. All right. Anyway, I feel like we we solved that one. They didn't secretly get married, but who knows? Maybe we'll be proven wrong. Who knows? Maybe maybe we'll get invited to the wedding because that would be. Fucking awesome. Yeah, because that'll happen. <laughs> right. We put in a call to nobody because nobody answers our calls. Oh, my God. <laughs> Todd said that BS multimedia. But we have something really more important off. to talk about today. We do. Lynn. But real quick, let's talk about our partner who has an amazing product that I know so many people here at PHNX use every single day. Mm-hmm. This has been something that Espo has been really, really, really happy about being able to use this product every day. 
he started using Athletic Greens. Mm -hmm. And it's been super helpful for him. It's been giving him a lot of energy. Um, I plan on starting it at some time in the near future. Have You've started it, right? Yeah, I started it. Uh, well, we, we got it about a month ago. And uh, I restarted it again because, man, going to India, it was just – it was bad news. Yeah. Anyway, so I started it again yesterday. Um, so this is day two again. It feels great. It's it's easy to drink. It tastes pretty good. Simple. One scoop. Good to go. That's how you start your day. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, it helps promote better gut health, more energy. And if you guys want to see what all the hype is all about, um, just head on over to athleticgreens.com slash sons. And right now, Athletics Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is head on over to athleticgreens.com slash sons. Again, they're going to give you a free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free towel, <laughs> five free travel packs with your first purchase. So Check it out. It's a no-brainer. It's going to help your gut. It's going to give you more energy. It supports better sleep quality and recovery. It's got over 7,000 five-star reviews, and it costs you less than $3 a day. Plus, you're investing in your health, which is always a positive thing. Uh, we have some comments in the chat about this. Uh, what are you laughing at? Josh Hunt says, I just imagine eating athletic greens like Popeye. True. Exactly. Chris just absolutely burned Derek. says, it has to be easy if Derek uses it. Uh, hello in the stat in the chat says that stash must have got him five years in jail. Probably true <laughs> about Espo, and uh, yeah. So and then this is a good question. So what is PH and XT backs crew doing right now with the lockout? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't even know. We're just paying them to hang out now. It's been <laughs> it's been forever since they they played a game. Who knows when they're gonna play again? We literally probably should just have Derek. Like just doing some community service just to, you know, fill the time because it's just there's nothing to talk about. Barely anything to talk about with the D-backs right now. Yeah, but they Poor do guys. a good job of trying to at they least do a keep great it entertaining. They do a great job. Share as much information as they can find. It's really not. It's just ML, the MLB sucks. It just sucks. Get it together. Baseball. I mean, Jesus. Don't shoot yourself in the if foot. That is all a, I'm saying. A 2020 tweet. I don't know what is. Get it together, baseball. <laughs> All right, Saul. Our fun, goofy, weird topic of the day while we wait for Gerald to join us. Your kids shared an internet argument, yes. if you will, with yes. you during the game. They did. And now we're trying to figure out on which side of this we're on. So break it down. How many? So this is apparently this is going viral across social media right now. And uh, so it is. How what's what is there more of in this world, wheels or doors? Uh, my go-to initial response is one hundred percent wheels. Man, it's doors. Okay, but explain like okay, so we're talking for me. Oh, Josh said it was tires. No, it's not wheels. wheels. It's wheels. It's okay. wheels. We looked it up. It's not tires, Josh. It's wheels. Because that was my first question. I initially just was thinking tires. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, well, cars. Yeah, there's a lot of them, but there's more doors. But then you were like, no, it's wheels. So we're talking skateboards. We're talking bicycles, rollerblades, wheels that are on the bottom of furniture. Mm -hmm. There's doors. Because, listen, like everybody goes 
straight to the 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 cars. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, cars have four four wheels or bikes have two wheels or whatever. But like every every car has doors too. Like, don't forget about that. See, and then, that's the thing that gets me is I totally forgot about the doors on a car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just focused on the tires or the wheel situation. Yeah. The minute you were like, well, there's doors on a car too. I was like, I feel like it's got to be doors. And then you're then you're looking at like, okay, you're minimizing doors all the way around. You have cabinet doors. You have bathroom doors. You have doors for, for all types of stuff. Uh, in this office building alone, there's probably got to be about 6,000 doors. Like, there's just like there's like a door for everything. So I feel like it's doors. This one is so, so hard because I can't figure it out. But here's what everyone in the chat is saying. So Brian says doors. Yeah, we, we blew the roof says off. There's an thing. average of six doors per house. Code JJM says doors, of course, it's not even a debate. <laughs> Brittany says doors. Um, Mook said wheels are in machines and everything, so that could be fair. <laughs> but doors are in machines and everything too. Brian, you're wrong. But <laughs> I mean, uh, Edward said doors because you go through doors twice in and out, unless it's a, sp- a spinny door, like at a hotel, no, like a revolving not, door. But it, not we don't mean how many times you go out. through. Them. It's just how yeah. many doors are there. Yeah, it's gotta be doors. <laughs> Oh, Josh brings up a good point. Cars have a spare wheel. I didn't even think about the spare wheel. Spare wheel, sure. But there's That's a lot true. of countries where there's people that don't drive. 18-wheelers. But they have doors. Wheelbarrows. Heelys. Telling you. I'm just saying. Bakachui, we're talking doors. about whether or not there are more <laughs> doors or wheels in this world. We always kind of wrap up the show with a good The gas cover is literally a small door. Yes. Yes. This, yes. No, uh, that it doesn't is. count as a door. It's on a hinge, isn't it? That no, I'm sorry, I draw the line. You cannot tell me that a gas cap counts as a freaking door, Saul. Why not? Does that have to be something you literally have to go through? I would. I don't know. I mean, All if I'm you have to go through it, the gas me goes through that, no, the door. No. I'm going to define door. <laughs> You're asking the same question where it's like, is the, on the straw, is there two holes okay, listen, or one hole? Here's what it is. It says a hinge, sliding, or revolving barrier at the entrance to a building, room, or vehicle, or in the framework of a cupboard. Gas caps are not doors. You just described the gas. No, <laughs> it says at the entrance of a building, room, or vehicle. Entrance, not where the gas goes. Entrance in two. But is a trunk not a? Is that not a door? I don't think you would count a trunk as a door. I think you if you had a, a van that opened with doors, that would be a, a trunk. Is a trunk? I don't think you can count a trunk as a door. Sometimes you can go through the car through the trunk. It doesn't make it a <laughs> door. <laughs> Why not? <sighs> <laughs> Are you? There's a lot of doors that I don't think people understand are really doors, you know? I literally cannot with you. And you, hush, <laughs> enter behind the scenes trying to chime in here. Hush. Yeah, yeah. No, a no, gas no. tank is hey, not a door. Gerald is here. Let's see what Gerald has to say. Gerald is here. You guys are out of control. Gerald, Gerald is here. Is a gas cap considered a door? 
The what? Is, <laughs> is, is the gas cap on your car's gas you know, the tank little flappy thing? considered a door? No, it's like a, I don't know, it's like a flap. What? <laughs> hey, what would you call a flap on a house? <laughs> no, don't even. Don't even. What are, what, are there more, what are there more of in this world, Gerald? Wheels or doors? Wheels? First thing that comes to your mind, yes or no? Wheels or doors? Which one? Oh, my God. Wheels? See, you're wrong. you went with the initial thought, too. All right, Gerald. You're live at the Amway Center. Amway, is it? It's right. The, it's the Amway Center, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, wh- what are your overall takeaways from what Coach Monty had to say? Yeah, surprising amount of stuff out of this game against uh, the Magic. Um, the big thing was obviously Monty talking about campaign and how he wanted him to slow things down in the pick and roll. And I think we saw that tonight with that late game assist that he had for DeAndre Ayton. Um, he found him perfectly, and they've been talking to campaign about slowing things down and just letting plays develop because a lot of times he's in such a hurry to try and score a layup that he doesn't let things just unfold. And tonight he did that. Um, and I think he's been doing that a lot better recently if you look at his assist numbers. Uh, campaign said Monty had been banging his head against the ground to try and get him to be better about that. Um, Landry Shamit had a great game. He kind of deflected about you know it's not about me it's not about my shots it's about getting a good team win down the stretch but it was really nice to see him bouncing back in these last couple of games and then obviously there was the I don't know if it showed on tv but there was an incident with a fan here uh yelling some things at the sun's bench pretty much everyone deflected and said like we were locked in we weren't paying attention to that we didn't get to talk to JaVale McGee but a couple of camera guys in the arena told us that uh, the fan was yelling at DeAndre Ayton saying that he wasn't worth the money, and then he told him something to the effect of, sit down, you little bitch, at which point JaVale McGee told him to, pardon my French, watch his fucking mouth. Uh, and so at that point, that's when things escalated and he eventually, yes. the fan got kicked out. Excellent. Excellent. I like I like when, <laughs> when teammates defend other teammates to Agreed. scumbag fans. Yes, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, and it was a strong reaction from JaVale. So I initially thought, just the way that he reacted so quickly that it might have been something, uh, you know, probably racist, especially given the way that this guy had been feeling himself for most of the game. He was one of those drunk dudes that's sitting courtside that is yelling things he probably shouldn't be. Um, but apparently it was just uh, JaVale sticking up for his teammate, which was pretty cool to see. Love it. Yeah, love it. you love to see that. Hey, Gerald, did you by chance um, get to talk with Mikhail at all or check in to see how he's feeling after that slip and then maybe any updates on that um, shoulder tape? No, we unfortunately couldn't talk to Mikhail Bridges. Uh, you know, they've got the back-to-back tomorrow, so we were only able to talk to Landry, Cam, and DA. Uh, in addition to Monty, we asked Monty what happened with uh, Mikhail, he said he didn't see, he, he didn't, I don't think he saw him slip. He said he thought it might've been something with his eye or some, you know, he just had no idea basically. Um, so he was saying, I was thinking he was going to be hurt and I couldn't put him back in there, but he told me he was good to go. And then the next sequence he was back in. So it must not have been anything serious. Hopefully we'll be able to get uh, some updates on him tomorrow and actually get to talk to him. Any update on there's been some speculation that Devin Booker might be coming back tomorrow. Did you ask Monty about those uh, those rumors and if, if they are in fact true? 
Now, I didn't ask Monty about them because this has not come from the team. This has come from outside sources um, or sources within the team that are probably not supposed to be speaking because I, I did reach out to uh, my contact with the Suns and he said, I said, can we confirm this? He said, not on my end. So it's not officially confirmed by the team. I'm guessing he's probably just going to show up in the game notes tomorrow as being available all of a sudden, or he's not going to be listed on the injury report. That would be my guess, but we'll have to wait until tomorrow to find out what his official status is. Well, we'll keep you guys posted, of course, on Twitter as soon as that comes out. Don't worry. Um, what else uh, stood out to you from tonight's game, Gerald? Yeah, I think the other biggest thing was, you know, aside from the Suns' execution, which is it is good to see some of these guys that aren't normally in these situations kind of get their experience with them and get to pull out wins. Um, you know, campaign and Landry Shamit normally won't be in the game at this point if it's a close game in the playoffs. So it's nice for them to get a couple of reps at least so that when at the start of fourth quarters, they might be a little bit better in that respect. Um, but the big thing was the rebounding. We've been talking a lot about it the past couple of games. Uh, D.A. said the other night that he wasn't doing his best. He was he needed to be better. He's not rebounding the way he's supposed to. He had 19 boards tonight. Jay Crowder had 11. They only gave up eight offensive rebounds. So it was a lot better tonight. The Magic aren't a great team. They're not a great offensive rebounding team. But it's good to see that when they do make it a point of emphasis, it's something that they can clean up. Cool. I mean, I don't really have anything else. It was a pretty simple game tonight. <laughs> a little dramatic, but they got it done. So, but Anything did you, else, Gerald? Did you, did you eat some fancy tacos there, uh, Gerald? I saw that on your Instagram. <laughs> I did. My way, I, I went I all the way to Orlando to eat tacos. I mean, well, I also got chicken tenders. I ordered about eighty dollars worth of food so that I would have leftovers after the game tonight. <laughs> I was planning ahead. Dang, Gerald! I got chicken tenders. Oh <laughs> Gerald, they're like got... Saul. Saul, they're like spicy chicken tenders, and the <laughs> sauce they come with—they called it soul sauce, and it's like cane sauce. It was so, it's so good. I'm so Saul, excited Saul, for that. Listen, I mean, listen, Saul, when you Saul. say my name twice, <laughs> you have my attention, and it must be very, very important. So, all right, well, you're going to Miami tomorrow. If I see chicken tenders or a fucking burger on your Instagram, I'm going to lose it. There's too much good food in Miami. You need to get some seafood. Okay. Yeah, go get a Cubano, a real Cubano. Well, the, yeah, the, that's actually the tacos that I got. The tacos that I got here were uh, crab and shrimp as well. So I did get some. Okay. Okay. Ish. I mean, that's that's better. I'll give you that. I'll be better tomorrow. The, I promise. Dude, oh my God! You see that? You don't see the chat right now, but they are losing it over the chicken tender remark. They're calling it girth tenders. <laughs> you did it to yourself, oh, man. No. And then he had to say soul sauce. Now everybody's saying salsa sauce. Girth tenders with soul sauce. Thank you, Gerald. You have ruined my night. <laughs> oh, the height of my journalism career. This is. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of Florida. Have, be safe out there in Miami. We'll see you tomorrow night, okay? Bye, Gerald. Thanks, guys. Take care. All right, just real quick to put a bow on this. Yes. Uh, Shamil in the chat said, every door lock has a wheel, and every wheel has multiple wheels connected to it. <laughs> so I feel like if that's the case, then you've got to go wheels. For sure, for sure. Because if there's a wheel in every door, then that basically... I, that, right? I guess I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. Are you still sticking with doors? <sighs> I just feel like there's something else I'm not thinking about. But yeah, I'm probably going to go with wheels. 
it's a really tough decision to make, yeah. but I think I'm going to go with wheels. Yeah. So that's it. If you guys come up with an answer to this, please let us know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Hello's answer might have swayed me. What did, what did Hello say? Hello said, ideas is the doorway to invention. Every idea is a door. Boom, doors win. Oh, my gosh. There you go. There you go. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. All right. Well, that'll do it for us tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in. Saul we doesn't appreciate care at this it. Point. <laughs> yeah. We That's talked it about it. Goes. See, the problem is, is sometimes we talk about this before the show and we shouldn't. We should just shut up right away. When we get a good idea, shut up so that way all the good thoughts can come forward later. But when you talk about it pr- before we get on, then it kind of loses a little pizzazz. And Only for about half you. Of- I get halfway through it and I'm like, oh. Only for you. I've lost all interest in this I can argument. bring the energy when it's needed. <laughs> this is true. This I is can true. turn it on. So it works out. But anyway, but we're going to go out. 52. What? That's 52 wins on oh, the season. Oh, I was like, what? I 52, thought you said 13. book 52. The magic number is now down to what? Nine. Nine. Let's go. Nine. All right. We will see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, we're going to be live at the Ainsworth in yeah, downtown Yeah, come join Phoenix. us. Pre-game show starts at 5 p.m. before the Suns take on the heat. Uh, we will be there bef- long before 5 p.m. Yeah. So come on down. Come hang grab out a drink with, with us. us. Yeah. yeah. Have some drinks. Have some food. We're going to have some giveaways. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. If you're out of town or you're just unable to make it, don't worry. We'll be live right here on our YouTube channel as well. Until oh, then. Oh, wait, 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 wait. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. There you go, Espo. You're welcome. And I didn't hey. even make fun of them this time. Good job. So you can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. Since Espo's not here, how should we end this? How should we end things when Espo's not here? Um, bye. Bye. <laughs>